Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gear, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Teresa Jadishi, Shakira, Andy Dick, R. Kelly, Jesse Smollett, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Five million adults in America have high blood pressure and are at risk of having a stroke or heart attack. You may not feel symptoms, but the results from uncontrolled blood pressure are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to LowerYourHBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its High Blood Pressure Awareness Partners. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow up button on top of the show page. That way, it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call in number is 347 637 2656. And press the number 1, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto, like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And also, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cold and cloudy 28 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening on the chat room, the on the phone lines, through your computers. Thank you once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing today? Uh, right now, it's February 27th, the last Wednesday in February. As you all know, February is Black History Month. And... Uh, we had made some history at this year's Oscar Awards. Uh, as you know, we, uh, this year the Oscars didn't have a host, but it did well than expected. Uh, Kevin Hart was uh, busy getting his work on at the gym when the Oscars was uh, broadcasting. Also, right now, uh, Michael Cohen is testifying before the House Committee as we speak. And uh, let's go back to the 91st Academy Awards. Uh, they officially wrapped up with the Best Picture announcement. Uh, the top prize, surprisingly, went to Green Book, defeating a clear favorite like Roma, which led the nominations with nine. And to say it's a surprise win is perhaps an understatement as the movie drew some criticism for its perceived historical inaccuracy. Also, uh, uh, best Director went to Alfonso uh, Coron for Roma. Uh, best Actor in a Leading Role went to Rami Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody. Best Actress in a Leading Role went to Olivia Colman for The Favorite. Best Actor in a Supporting Role went to um, 
Mahershala Ali for Green Book. And my girl, best actress in the supporting role, went to Regina King for If Street, uh, If Bill Street Could Talk. Uh, also, I want to say um, the best uh, adapted screenplay for Black Klansman uh, went to uh, Spike Lee, Charlie uh, Watchtel, David uh, Rabinowitz, and Kevin Wilmot. Uh, Spike Lee. Um, Speaking of him, he uh, <laughs> it was a surprise to see, um, you know, going back to the Best Picture Green Book, a lot of people were surprised uh, that it won for Best uh, Movie because of the the controversy behind the movie. And people thought that, uh, you know, people, Spike Lee had walked out when, when Green Book got uh, won for Best Picture, and he was stopped by... Uh, members of the Associated Press and some reporters were reporting or tweeting how he was reacting. But um, that's Spike Lee, you know. And, you know, it wasn't the only one. I think uh, Ava DuVernay was a little surprised and disappointed, and uh, several people were because it only told one side of the story based on the character of the driver, and it didn't tell the full story or the you know it only left out a lot of parts so but all in all i'd like to say congratulations to all the winners uh again best uh original song uh shallow from a star is born by lady gaga and mark ronson they uh best original score went to black panther uh oh i want to give a shout out to best costume design by ruth e carter for black pants Panther, the first African-American woman to win in that category. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Hannah Beachler for Best Production Design for Black Panther, another first time for an African-American woman to win in that category. So, yeah, black history is being made not only just for the month of February, but all year. So uh, congratulations again for all the winners of the 91st Academy Award. Um, this week we're talking about celebrities. Uh, this week with uh, a bunch of them. This week with a lot of legal issues. Uh, Teresa, Teresa Judici, as you know, her husband Joe uh, is getting ready to be deported. Uh, she was on uh, Andy Cohen recently talking about her situation and uh, these rumors about she might be leaving Joe. Um, but we'll talk about that. Also, Shakira will be appearing in court. Uh, she's being quizzed by a Spanish prosecutor over an alleged multi-million pound tax fraud. We're going to be talking about that. Comedian Andy Dick avoided jail time after striking a plea deal in his sexually sexual battery case. Uh, everybody also still talking about R. Kelly. You know, he was uh, last weekend. He was. Uh, Sent to jail, he couldn't make bail, but apparently he he finally made bail. Uh, we but the thing is, he owes so much money in child support, and that leads to a lot of people questioning what's going on with your money. I mean, it's not like we're counting your money, but you, this big celebrity R and B star who's been in this game for this business all these years and you couldn't make bail and on top of that you wasn't even paying for your child support. Well, we're going to be talking about that today. Also, uh, Jesse Smollett, the last time we were on the air and a couple of weeks prior to that, we was talking about Jesse being the victim of a hate crime. Since we last spoke, everything hit the fan. Uh, the two... Uh, men that was alleged that had did it was uh, one was an extra on the Empire show. They were two Nigerian brothers. They said that Jesse paid them to commit the uh, to ham them up. They also have uh, cameras of when they went into the store to get the ski mask. Uh, 
and everybody's saying, and, and people were saying that there was a lot of holes in his story. I was one that really believed Jesse was telling the truth, and now, you know, everybody's up in arms, Chicago PD blasted him for wasting taxpayers' time and money in the police department for making up a crime and uh, also federal offense for they saying that he might have sent himself that letter in the mail about threatening his life. It, it's just crazy. And uh, now he's about to lose it all. He, as a matter of fact, he's been removed from uh, the final two episodes of the fifth season of Empire. And, uh, they, you know, the staff and the crew, and they're, they're just, uh, they, they, they still care for Jesse, but at the same time, they want to cooperate with the legal investigation, and it's just terrible. I just, why? Everybody's saying why. Um, Also, uh, Tiger uh, made the news this weekend, uh, this past weekend, when he was kicked out or removed from a Floyd Mayweather Jr. birthday bash, and uh, it got pretty crazy because uh he was he was pulled out and there was an incident where he almost grabbed one of the security guards one of the the security guard gun uh we're going to be talking about that so without further ado let's get started with the most talked about stories of the day hit it <laughs> All right, uh, Teresa Giudici, she gives more insight in the situation that her husband, Joe Giudici, is facing. Uh, in a sneak peek of the second part of the real peak part of the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion, the 46-year-old reality TV star reveals to host Andy Cohen that Joe felt tremendous guilt leading up to his deportion, deportation rather, to his native Italy. When asked about Joe's state of mind, Teresa said that uh, he has tremendous guilt, and she goes on noting that despite that, he's very positive, he's very strong. She also talked about the process of Joe's deportation in the episode, which will air tonight on Bravo. Uh, Teresa shared that their lawyers are trying their best to win an appeal to the ruling. She also uses the opportunity to shut down rumors of her split from Joe, assuring everyone that she's still Joe's ride or die. Now, the teaser, however, cuts to an end right after the What's What Happened Live with Andy Cohen, uh, where he tried to pry on Teresa about whether she plans on moving to Italy with Joe. Now, Teresa and Joe married in 1999. The pair shared daughters, Gia, 18, Gabriella, 15, Melania, 13, and Adriana, 10. Now, while Joe is serving his jail time while as he awaits his deportation following his tax scandal, rumors are running rapid that Teresa is set to divorce from Joe. A source previously revealed that during the taping of the reunion, Teresa told Andy that if Joe gets deported, she's not going. She said that she and Joe had talked about it over the phone and that he understood. You know, it just goes back to why do you do this in the first place? And also, it's kind of jacked up and messed up that Joe's parents didn't take care of this situation when he was little. So... You know, or he, you know, when he got a little older, why he, it's it's just messed up all the way around, seriously. Uh, Shakira will appear in court and be quizzed by Spanish prosecutors over an alleged multi-million pound tax fraud. According to a Spanish newspaper, El Pas, the hips don't lie hitmaker who is the partner of Barcelona soccer star Gerard Pisquet, Pisquet, has been told to appear before a judge in Spain on June 12. Shakira was charged with failing to pay $16.4 million in taxes dating from 2012 to 2014 by Spanish authorities in December. The Colombian native is accused of registering her Bahama home as her official residence during that period, even though tax officials claim she was actually mostly living in Barcelona with Gerard and their two sons. 
Prosecutors argue that Shakira's son abroad was only for short professional commitments and are demanding she pay tax in Spain on her global income. Now, people who spend more than 183 days a year in the country are considered Spanish residents for tax purposes. The musician defense team insists she was out of the country for the majority of the time from 2012 to 2014 with the bulk of her income earned abroad. She only registered as a Spanish resident on tax forms in 2015. And after she was charged, a spokesperson for the star told Billboard.com that she had already paid the outstanding amount as a gesture of good faith and owed no money to the Spanish state. However, she has not been able to halt criminal proceedings against her. The hearing in Barcelona where the musician and sports star live will take place behind closed doors in accordance with Spanish law. Shakira is the latest Spanish-based celebrity to face tax charges following similar investigation into the finances of her boyfriend, FC Barcelona teammate Lionel Messi, and his great rival, Cristiano Ronaldo. Right now, we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday afternoon, I give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Don't forget to like us on uh, Facebook at www.facebook.com slash radio. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one and don't forget to follow me uh, on Twitter at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Comedian Andy Dick has avoided jail after striking a plea deal in his sexual battery case. The employee of the month star initially pleaded not guilty in July of 2018 after he was accused of grabbing a woman's butt twice and making lewd comments as he walked past her on a Los Angeles street in April 2018. He has since reached an agreement with prosecutors to keep him out of jail and instead pleaded no contest to lewd conduct and battery during a court hearing on Tuesday, February 26. In exchange for leniency, he must complete 15 days of community service and spend the next 36 months on summary probation, and this is according to the blast. Representatives for Andy, who has struggled with addiction issues, have yet to comment on the legal news. At the time the original charges was filed, Dick had recently been fired from two films, Raisin Buchanan and Vampire Dad, over allegations of sexual misconduct and inappropriate behavior in late of 2017. He has also experienced problems at home. His longtime partner, Lena Ved, was granted a permanent restraining order against him in March of 2018 over claims that he became violent after drinking. He was ordered to vacate the family home and stay away from Ved, their children, Jacob and May, and their daughter, Rachel. Hmm. And lawyers for R. Kelly's ex-wife are gunning to have the embattled single criminally charged for failing to pay, to pay child support. One day after the R&B veteran was indicted on 10 felony counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse on Friday, February 22nd, it emerged that a Chicago, Illinois judge had found him in contempt of court for failing to keep up with payments for his three children with Drea Kelly. Now, according to court papers obtained by TMZ, the musician hadn't sent Drea any funds for over a year, so the judge ordered him to pay more than 190000 by March 6th or face jail time. However, city prosecutors are now reportedly looking into the child support case to determine if the 52-year-old should face further criminal proceedings. He could be charged with failure to support, and as the amount owed is over $20,000, it would be classified as a felony. Members of Drea management team have confirmed that the state attorney is investigating the matter, claiming charges are expected uh, imminently. If the news is true... Kelly will face immediately arrest and another stint behind uh, bars. He spent the weekend behind bars after surrendering to police in his sex abuse case late on Friday and only walked free from jail on Monday evening after gathering the funds to post $100,000 for his bail. Kelly has pleaded no, uh, not guilty to those charges and is due back in court on March 22nd. And Jesse Smollett's character on Empire has been removed from the final two episodes of the hit show's fifth season in light of his legal drama. 
The actor turned himself in to authorities on Thursday, February 24th, after he was slapped with felony disorderly conduct for allegedly filing a false police report and orchestrating the report hate crime, which took place outside his Chicago, Illinois apartment on January 29th. After his arrest, Jesse posted bail and returned to the set of the TV show where he reportedly apologized to his co-stars and the crew and insisted he was innocent. However, prior to his arrival, network executives at Fox have revealed they were considering their option regarding Smollett's future on the series as an openly gay singer-songwriter, Jamal Lyon, and now they have announced he will not appear in the last two episodes of the current season five. The series returns on March eight, uh, March thirteenth, and uh, rapper Tiger has his uh, security guard to thank for keeping him out of legal trouble after he uh, attempted to grab a gun following his removal from Floyd Mayweather Jr.'s Hollywood birthday bash. The Rack City. Star was partying at the Sunset Room on Saturday, February 23rd, to celebrate the boxing legend's 42nd birthday, but during the event, he became involved in a dispute with another attendee. It's not clear what sparked the incident, but it seems venue bosses were not happy with Tiger's behavior, and footage obtained by TMZ showed him being dragged out of the club. Now, once he was released outside, a furious Tiger attempted to retaliate by appearing to reach for the security guard's firearm, although the team member reacting quickly and prevented the star from taking the gun from his holster. Now, Tiger and his entourage eventually left the area without further incident. His representative have yet to comment on the club clash. Wow. And actress Selma Blair, she turned to alcohol to help her cope with her ailing health years before she was finally diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. The Cruel Intention star went public with her personal struggles in October of 2018, two months after doctors told her the central nervous system Z was to blame for her extreme fatigue, loss of balance, and lack of coordination. The aggressive former MS Selma has developed has since also left her with a spasmodic spasmodic uh, dysphonia, a neurological disorder which affects the voice muscles. But that didn't stop the 46-year-old from giving her first TV interview about her health to Good Morning America host Robin Roberts, despite confessing she was a little scared. Now, days before making her return to the red carpet at the Vanity Fair Oscar party on Sunday, <coughs> excuse me, the actress opened up about her medical crisis and admitted that finally being able to put a label on her illness brought her a measure of release because she had been complaining about symptoms since welcoming her son, Arthur, in 2011. The stress of her situation drove her to drown her sorrows in booze whenever Arthur, her child, with ex-boyfriend Jason Bleak, wasn't around. Now, Selma eventually decided to reach out to fellow actor Michael J. Fox, who had continued to work despite battling uh, neurodegenerative disorder, Parkinson's, since 1991, and the 57-year-old Back to the Future star words of support and comfort helped to give her hope. She also had to sit down with her son to explain her diagnosis after previously choosing to deal with her symptoms by laughing them off with her kids. Uh, despite her health woes, Selma hasn't given up on her career. She's featured in forthcoming Netflix series, Another Life, and has two other projects in post-production. <coughs> Excuse me. And model Jordan Woods. She said to break her silence after her Kardashian family drama in a candid chat with Jada Pinkett Smith. Jordan, who has gone from being a family friend to an enemy after destroying Khloe Kardashian's relationship with boyfriend Tristan Thompson, has shared a video of herself on the set of Jada's Red Table Talk Facebook show, suggesting she's about to appear on an episode. Now, Woods, who briefly dated Jaden's son, Jaden Smith, is a longtime friend of the Smith. And since the drama surrounding her alleged uh, fling with basketball star Thompson, the father of Chloe's daughter, True, Jordan had said very little, sticking to business on social media and promoting her new eyelash collection. She also made her first appearance in public since it was alleged she enjoyed a romantic trice with Tristan earlier this month. 
the beauty influencer disappeared from social media after it emerged the basketball player had split with Chloe, Chloe in the wake of rumors suggesting he'd been unfaithful with Jordan and the best friend of Chloe's half-sister, Kylie Jenner. Jordan made a contracted appearance at an event to promote her Idler and Jordan Wood Lash Range in Los Angeles on Thursday, February 21st, and gave a brief speech which acknowledged the event of the week. Her appearance at that lunch party came just days after it was alleged that Jordan was getting cozy with the Cleveland Cavalier player at a party at his home where she stayed until 7 a.m. And since then, Kim Kardashian has unfollowed both Jordan and Tristan, and Chloe has scrubbed all recent pictures of her former beau from her social media page. Jordan has also reportedly moved out of a longtime pal Kylie's Los Angeles home and into her mother's. So I'm curious to see. You know, there's always two sides to a coin. So we're going to see uh, what she has to say when she talks with Jada on her uh, Red Table Talk Facebook show. Uh, T.I. and Tiny may soon share some happy news amid their grief over the tragic death of T.I.'s sister, Precious Harris. The couple who has been together for almost two decades is reportedly expecting another child. The yet-to-be-born baby will be their fourth child together and the rapper's seventh. One of Tiny's close friends revealed that the singer reality TV star is currently three months pregnant and is expected to announce her pregnancy soon. T.I. Tiny, who got married on July 30, 2010 in Miami Beach, Florida, after dating since 2001, had been having a tumultuous marriage amid his infidelity rumors. The pair are already parents to 14-year-old King Harris, 10-year-old Major, and 2-year-old daughter Diana Harris. Heiress Diana Harris. T.I. also has two sons with LeSean Dixon and a daughter from a relationship with R&B singer Miss Nico. And for, and for Tiny, she has an older daughter from her previous relationship with Zani Z-Boy Pullins. Z-Boy. Uh, should the pregnancy report be true, it will be a bit of good news to the family who have been mourning the loss of T.I.'s sister, Precious. She passed away on February 22nd at the age of 66, a week after she was involved in a car accident in Atlanta, Georgia. She reportedly crashed into a pole, which triggered an asthma attack and was said to be unresponsive as she was placed on life support before her passing. T.I., whose real name is Clifford Joseph Harris, Jr., paid tribute to his sister by sharing a family picture with a big photo of Precious as the background. Wow. Right now we have here uh, 27 minutes after the hour. Coming up, we're going to be talking about comedian Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, He's suing a car dealer for stiffing him on one of of the uh, uh, classic automobiles that I guess he used with uh, on his show, uh, Comedians in Cars. We'll talk about that. Uh, also, uh, the Avengers Affinity Award leads all the nominees for this year's Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. And you remember the movie, the classic movie, Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts? Well, it's set to be remade for a new generation of fans. And also... Uh, Jordan Peele, uh, he's getting ready uh, to redo a reboot of the movie Candyman, and he found his new boogeyman. I'll tell you who it is. And uh, rap legend Big Boy has been tapped to star as another music icon. He's going to be Motown founder Barry Gordy in a forthcoming TV movie. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
to write and direct the project, which will be developed by the Iron Lady producer, Damien Jones, as part of his new Fox deal, and this is according to Deadline.com. A further details about the movie revamp has yet to be announced. The Costa made her feature film di- di- uh, directorial debut with last year's 2018 Little Woods, a drama starring Tessa Thompson and Lily James as estranged sisters who are driven to extremes. The original Sleeping with the Enemy release, which also featured actor Patrick Bergen and Kevin Anderson, was a hit for filmmaker Joseph Rubin upon its release back in 1991, grossing $175 million from a $20 million budget. It was based on the 1987 book of the same name by author Nancy Price. Meanwhile, Jones is also tackling a big-screen adaptation of James Corden's hit stage play, One Man, Two Governors. It's not yet clear if the British comedian-turned-U.S. talk show host will reprise his role as struggling musician Francis Henshaw, who juggles two new jobs while trying to prevent each of his bosses from finding out about his other gig. Corden originated the part, which took him to London's West End in 2011 and Broadway in 2012. The film will be penned by Ali Refson, the writer-director of BBC comedy series Uncle, while one man, two governors, creator Richard Bean and director Nicholas Heitner are both on board as executive producers. Uh, It's so funny because... I was in college when that movie came out, and I remember I was a entertainment reporter for the, the campus newspaper at my alma mater at Long Island University. Shouts out to the Brooklyn campus. And I remember I had to watch the movie and do a critique of the movie. See, see there I go, telling my age. But, uh, yeah, that was one of my one of my. I said my, I think that was my second or third writing assignment for the, the paper. The Avengers Affinity Award leads all nominees for this year's Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award with 10 nods. The Marvel blockbuster will compete for favorite movie alongside Aquaman, Mary Poppins Return, The Kissing Boo, To All the Boys I Loved Before, and Black Panther, which picked up five nominations. Other multiple nominees include Cardi B with three, Shawn Mendes, Drake, Imagine Dragon, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and TV comedy The Big Bang Therapy. Theory. The uh, this year's ceremony is hosted by DJ Khaled and will take place on March 23rd. And the cat, uh, the the uh, I'm sorry, Jordan Peele. Uh, <laughs> he has found he's on a roll. Uh, Jordan Peele has found the new Candyman in Aquaman star. Let me see if I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Yahia Yahia. Abdul Manteen II. Now, this actor, he recently appeared in the DC superhero movie as the villain Black Manta and reportedly in negotiation to star in the sequel to the 1992 horror movie Candyman as the title character. Now, that variety note, though, that the deal has not been sealed yet. Should he sign up for the new movie, the 32-year-old actor will take over the role from Tony Todd, who portrayed the character in the original movie as well as his two sequels, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh in 1995 and Candyman Day of the Dead in 1999. Abdul Manteen II is also known for his portrayal of Cadillac on Netflix series The Get Down, which was created by uh, Baz Luhrmann and Stephen Adley Gerges. He has additionally starred in the 2017 movie Baywatch and The Greatest Showman. He recently worked together with Peel for his upcoming directorial work, a psychological thriller titled Us, which follows up his 2017 horror hit Get Out. He is next to star in uh, on HBO's Watchmen series in a role which is yet to be disclosed. Instead of a reboot, the upcoming movie is described as a spiritual sequel to the original film from director Bernard Rose. Variety previously reported the new movie would return to the neighborhood where the legend began, the now-gentified section of Chicago where the 
Cambrini Green housing projects once stood. Production is expected to begin next spring for a June 12, 2020 release. The original movie tells the story of Helen Lyle, played by actress Virginia Madsen, a Chicago graduate student who is searching, researching urban legend about the Candyman for her thesis. She learned that Candyman, played by Tony Todd, is an artist and a son of a slave who had his hands severed, severed and was then murdered with bees by his lover's father. Rap legend Big Boy has been tapped to star as another music icon, Motown founder Barry Gordy, in a forthcoming TV movie. The outcast MC took to Instagram to reveal he has joined the lineup for the Bobby DeBarge story, a biopic chronicling uh, the switch frontman Trouble Life, which led to his death from AIDS complication in 1995 at the age of 39. The soul singer, who was once the eldest member of the family group The Barge, recorded hits like Love Over and Over Again, They'll Never Be, and I Call Your Name for Gordy's Label. The Bobby the Barge story starring Shake It Up actor Rashawn Fegan as the tragic singer is set to air on TV One Network in June. And Nicholas Sheridan is leaving Dynasty to spend precious time with her terminal ill mother. The 55-year-old who played Alexis Carrington on the rebooted soap opera quit the show after a little more than a year. She will make her final appearance in March. The former Desperate Housewives star confirmed the news in a statement and explained that family time was much more important to her right now. She also said that the role of Alexis Carrington would be recast. Her departure is the third major cast shakeup to rock the show in less than a year, following the exits of series regular Natalie Kelly and James McKay. Nicolette joined the Dynasty reboot halfway through season one, succeeding British icon Joan Collins, who played Alexis in the original ABC series. It's too soon. After announcing her departure from today in early December 2018, Kathy Lee Guilford has announced her official last day on the NBC daytime talk show. The legendary TV personality announced on Monday, February 25th, that she would be taking a bow on April 5th. It falls right before the 65-year-old TV host's 11-year anniversary, which had been on, which would have been on April 7th. Regis Philbin joined others in the tribute. Jenna Bush Hager has been announced as a replacement for Kathy Lee Guilford on the fourth hour of today. The announcement was made during the Tuesday, February 26th broadcast. And Queen is cashing in on their award season win by releasing a new TV documentary. Bandmate Brian May and Roger Taylor joined forces with frontman Adam Lambert for a show-stopping opening performance at the Oscars on Sunday night before their biopic Bohemian Rhapsody Rhapsody picked up a string of honors, including a Best Actor prize for Rami Malek, who played the late singer Freddie Mercury in the film. And on Monday, Lambert, Bird uh, announced the band is releasing a documentary titled The Show Must Go On, The Queen and Adam Lambert Story, which airs on April 29th. The project will take a look at Lambert's introduction to the band after appearing on American Idol in 2009. The flamboyant singer has fronted the groups ever since he performed with May and Taylor on the reality TV show. The documentary will feature like rare concert footage and interviews with Lambert, his parents, May and Taylor, and Bohemian Rhapsody star Malik. The project will air as a two-hour special. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and when I come back I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
We have 13 minutes left remaining in the show. That's the latest from Chris Brown and Undecided. Um, the hostless Oscar landed a big rating bump in America with a 12% rise in viewers from last year's record low. The 91st Annual Academy Award drew an average audience of 29.6 million viewers, according to the Nielsen data released by ABC official on Monday, February 25th. That's way up on last year, but down over 3 million from 2017 figures. The new rating is a big win for Oscar Borges, who had to abandon a traditional host for the first time in over 30 years after comedian Kevin Hart stepped down in the summer of 2018. Many critics gave the ceremony, which ran just on the 40 minutes shorter than last year's show, the thumbs up, insisting the lack of a host made the show flow effortlessly. Rocker Queen opened the prize giving with a brief two-song performance, and there was also live highlights from Bette Midler, Jennifer Hudson, and the Star is Born castmate Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Green Book and Roman were the night's big winners. Green Book picked up the Best Picture Prize and Best Supporting Actor honor for Mahershala Ali, while Roma is Alfonso Caron was named Best Director and picked up the Best Cinematography and Best Foreign Film Gong. The co-creators of Gabrielle Union and Jessica's ABBA new police drama series, L.A. Finest, has been identified as the two people injured on set in a stunt gone wrong. Production on the TV show was shut down on Thursday, February 21st, when an action scene involving a car crashing into a cargo crate went uh, went airy. And the vehicle... Uh, careen into an area set up for producers and directors to monitor filming on the San Pedro, California set. Now, police confirmed two people have been hospitalized in the incident, and now the victim has been named as Brandon Markelis and Brandon Saunier. Markelis was later discharged after receiving treatment, while Saunier remains under doctor's care at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center. And this is according to Deadline.com. Network bosses at Spectrum, which will air the series later this year, issued a statement addressing the incident, uh, the accident. Uh, they said, quote, we are saddened by this incident and send our most, uh, our most heartfelt wishes to our two beloved crew members, hoping their recovery is both swift and complete. Uh, that's what Catherine Pohl, who's a representative for the show. Uh, meanwhile, production chiefs at Sony Picture Television have also commented on the terms of events, stating that, quote, our heart goes out to our uh, Sony Picture Television family members who were injured, and we pray for full recovery, unquote. Filming scheduled for Friday was also canceled as a result of the mishap, which is currently under investigation by officials at the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. It's not yet clear when production will resume. And uh, Louise Fonsi and uh, Daddy Yankee fans can't get enough of infectious of the their infectious tune Despacito. Their music video has just surpassed, get this, a record 6 billion views on YouTube. The Latin hitmakers released the track back in January of 2017, and more than two years on, it's still proven to be a top pick. On Sunday, February 24, Despacito officials officially became the first promo in YouTube history to smash the huge milestone, leading its closest competitor, Ed Sharon's Shape of You, by 1.9 billion views. And according to officials at the VO streaming site during the height of the Grammy-nominated tune popularity, its promo was being streamed on an average of 25.7 million times per day. That figure has since dropped significantly, but it's still at an impressive 2.8 million average views a day so far in 2019. And this is a 
this all reported by Billboard. Despacito has continued to break boundaries ever since its debut. It became the first video to break 3 billion views on YouTube before going on to make history as it's crossed 4 and 5 billion too. Meanwhile, the remix uh, single featuring Justin Bieber is still flying high in the charts. It earned its 100th week on the U.S. Hot Latin Song Chart just before Christmas of 2018 and remained in third place in its 109th week on the Billboard Countdown. Only two Romeo Santos have spent t- more time on, this, on the rundown. His 2013 song, uh, what's it called, A, a Proper... Propriesta Indecente, uh, it currently holds the title as the longest charting track on the hot Latin song list with, get this, 125 weeks. Wow. Eminem is back in the news, and this is very interesting, this uh, story. Um, He fears that he will never top the critical and commercial success he enjoyed with his 19-year-old album, The Marshall Mathers Mathers LP. The 2000 release sold over 35 million units worldwide and spawned hits like The Real Slim Shady, Stan, and The Way I Am, helping to cement his place in history as a rap icon. However, in uh, in the seven albums he's dropped since, Eminem, whose real name is Marshall Mathers III, has failed to match the huge acclaim he enjoyed during his heyday, and in a new interview, he admits the success of that project has come to haunt him professionally. Despite admitting to losing the edge he displayed early on in his career, the hip-hop star, who is now 46, is determined to continue going head-to-head with his younger contemporaries because it's what drove him to rap in the first place. His latest project, Marshalls from Detroit, which was recently released on virtual reality platform, emerged as Eminem marks the 20th anniversary of his major label debut, the Slim Shady LP, with a special reissue. Well, you know, it's interesting that he said that, and I think I know why he hasn't, uh, wasn't able to, because remember, when that album came out, I have to admit, a lot of people didn't take the music really serious. It was funny. It was comical. His uh, videos were really hilarious, and it was like it didn't. It, it was like, could you take him really seriously? You know, but he he proved that he had skills, or you know, and he proved it to Dr. Dre, who was the one that signed him to his record label. You know, he went fine. He went over great with Dr. Dre. So I guess Dr. Dre knew he had it in him to to do this rap thing, calling him the uh, Caucasian persuasion. But uh, I'm not surprised he hadn't had the success because now the thing about the music business or music entirely, it's shifted so much that a lot of the music that was so hot and popular 20 years ago, whatever, is not the same as it is today. I mean, look at the CDs are not even doing well anymore. Everybody's streaming music. Um, uh, People are are doing... um, uh, are doing their own videos, and so a lot of uh, recording artists are not they they creating their own record labels. So a lot has changed in the music business, so I'm not surprised he feels this way. Um, and speaking of music, uh, a soon to be uh, soon to be hit collaboration might be in the making. Fans have started speculating that uh, Taylor Swift will be releasing her new music thanks to her cryptic post. And now it appears that the former country singer bringing other musicians with her for the combat. Guess who is said to be collaborating with her? Get this: no other than Katy Perry. Their collaboration room first started when Taylor posted a picture of a filter photo of the Los Angeles skyline complete with seven palm tree emojis in the caption. Now, fans think that this might be a hint to her new album because Tay previously wore a jacket with palm trees on it for her Reputation magazine. 
Interesting enough, Katie recently shared a picture of herself posing in front of palm trees. Capitol Records, the label behind Katy Perry, seemed to be fueling the speculation by using a palm tree emoji on one of its recent Twitter posts. Beside the two pop superstar, Ryan Tedder of One Republic is also said to be joining them as he changed his Twitter header image to a picture of palm trees. Nothing has been confirmed as of now, though, but fans have since been going wild about the possibilities. Should the, the speculation be true, this will mark Katie and Taylor's first collaboration ever. The two stars were previously feuding for more than three years, with the latter dissing the raw hitmaker on Bad Blood. However, both of them have managed to put the past behind them and call a truce. Last year, Katie sent her, follow, uh, her fellow pop stars an olive branch ahead of her Reputation Stadium Tour opening show in Arizona. And I also want to congratulate on Katie Perry. Uh, she's um, engaged to Orlando Bloom, so congratulations to them. Um Following her big win at the 2019 Grammys Award, Casey Musgrave helped open the 2019 Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, no, I'm, oh, Rodeo, sorry, on Monday night, on February 25th. Aside from belting out some of her best hits, the Texas native surprised fan with a sweet rendition of Coma La Flor, one of the late Selena's classic songs. Further honoring the late Tejano star, uh, Casey wore a white lace floral body-clinging jumpsuit which featured flashy bell-bottoms. The audience was clearly enraptured by her performance, participating in the song Call and Response, and passionately singing along with her. And what made her performance extra special was the fact that Selena gave her final live performance at the same festival 24 years ago on February 26, 1995. In addition to performing Selena Classic, Casey uh, mesmerized the audience by wrapping up her opening set on an actual horse. Following her rendition of the Discontinged High Horse, the 30-year-old got on the horse and left the stage. Her performance at the annual festival came in the wake of her grabbing four awards at the 2019 Grammy Awards. And besides taking home all trophies in the country category, Casey won the biggest honor, Album of the Year, for her critical acclaim effort, Golden Hour. And Janet Jackson is the latest star heading to Las Vegas. She announced a three-month residency on Tuesday, February 26th. Following in the footsteps of recent Sin City signings, Christina Aguilera, Cardi B, and Oscar winner Mark Rosen, uh, Janet will be heading to the Nevada City for a string of shows kicking off in May. She'll play her new Metamorphosis show across 15 dates at the Park Theater at Park MGM Resort from May 17 until August 10, as well as featuring songs from the 52-year-old extensive back catalog. Janet will also touch on personal issues she had to overcome during the course of her life and career. Tickets go on sale on Saturday, March 3rd. And Ariana Grande had landed another week at number one in America with her Seven Rings hit. The track topped Billboard's Hot 100 for a fifth week, keeping a rebounding Hosley at two with her former number one, Without Me, while Post Malone and Sway Lee, Sunflower, from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse soundtrack, is also back on the rise at three. Grande also claimed this week number four track with Thank You Next, and Cardi B and Bruno Mars blast into new top five at five with their second collaboration, which you heard earlier in the show, with Please Me. The two-star previously reached the top three with Finesse last year. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibb. Have a great week. Uh, Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.